just finished Bardock, Father Goku. I used to not be a real huge fan of this movie, but I really enjoyed this watch. Some things I really liked. The music was really good. The music was great. Like, the score and everything matched the scenes perfectly. Mike was talking about this era of Dragon Ball Z movies where the ending theme and kind of that special that special theme song at the beginning, they were all different, which uh, I agree with was, was nice. And it gave us something special for each one. It comes out really early on in Dragon Ball Z. So it comes out between uh, the it's the end of the uh, Goldo fight and right before Raccoon. So like there's a there's a that's when it airs. It's October 17th, 1990 and it was between those two episodes. So it's pretty early on, which is really clever of them because we're where we know who Frieza is. We've seen Frieza. We know Frieza's a bad guy. And we've heard hints about what Frieza did. But then we see the backstory in this. What he did at Planet Vegeta. Goku. And then, you know, of course, it's Bardock. And the whole story behind Bardock. It's technically not a movie. Movie. It's a TV special. But it's 40 minutes long. It's just as long as any of the other Dragon Ball Z movies. I give it a B. It's a B movie for me. Bardock is cool. Bardock is the OG badass. This is the prequel to Dragon Ball. This is the first thing that occurs. He is OG badass, and he is so cool in this movie. The movie itself, I have issues with. My first one is, I don't like the story. And it's not like I don't like the story. Most of the story is set. We know, we know Frieza's gonna blow up Vegeta. Bardock will die. You know this already. The problem I have is the psychic powers thing. I just don't get behind it. Little tidbit of interesting info. The dub, you know, the dub here, they talk about, uh, they're on the fire. The Sema Saiyans seem to know that it's about psychic powers or stuff like that. In the original, it, in yeah. the original, no one knows it. The Saiyans uh, don't know it at all. They literally have no idea. So Bardock is is more shocked. He's like, "What is happening?" So the shock of getting the psychic power is greater, at least from the mm-hmm. viewing standpoint, because like they're like, and I think it works both ways. They're kind of joking around. They don't even believe in it anyway. And so Bardock's right, like, "Oh, this yeah. is real. Oh, it's actually happening." So yeah, I I'm just not a fan of psychic, like using psychicness as that. I would prefer good old fashioned, you know, you hear it like you get ambushed, you beat off the first ambush, and maybe you don't beat off the second one, but then you start like you get some info out of them. You kind of pump, you know, you you break some legs and you get some info out of them to find out what's really going on, and then and then everything else kind of kind of take place. Um, I guess it's kind of cool. In a way, he's able to see that Goku is going to defeat Frieza, but he never sees Goku defeat Frieza. I really liked it a lot, but to me, it's it's a B movie. I just can't get it over a B for me. Michael. Yeah. 
I actually agree with your grade. I'm also going to give it a B. Uh, my reasoning is this is a for me personally, this is a S rank story with D rank pacing. Like I love the story. I, I you know when you think about all the things we get, we get like. So I think about the Canassans at the beginning, right? They're psychic. And so they know that their planet's about to get completely destroyed. And they know how it's going to happen where you have the dude, I have drawn blood. Now the foot will rise and fall. And like, he knows he's about to get crushed, right? And so I sort of think of this thing where they clearly knew, all right, we're going to go down. But because we can see the future, we know the Saiyans are also going to be destroyed. So why don't we give one of them psychic abilities so they'll see what we just saw of our planet getting destroyed? Like, there's kind of this little poetry. It's like, here's our revenge. You get to watch your planet blow up before it happens, too. Ha! You know, type of thing. Um, and then there's sort of this, like... I, I really like knowing more about the Saiyans, Right? We get just more info on what were the Saiyans like, you know, uh, they're just hired guns, essentially like, yeah, we're strong. We take over planets, but it's really for Frieza. Like, we don't give a f we just kind of want to stay and, you know, drink and, uh, you know, be, be in the bar, you know, hang out and have a good time. And it, it's 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 pretty cool. And I like, you know, and, and here's something we learn later. So Frieza sends little kid Vegeta on this mission, just being like, you know, with the intention that he's not going to make it. Right. And we kind of find that out later. Like, and then in the end of the movie, he's sitting there with like this whole pile of dead bodies all around him. And it was like, dang, that it just kind of a little prelude to like, Oh, Vegeta's always been strong, you know? Um, and then, of course, you know, Bardock's party members. And, and like I said, my issue is mostly with the pacing. Like, we get some cool scenes. We get when Bardock takes down all all of Dodoria's men. Um, you know, we kind of get to see little Goku as a baby. Uh, it, it was just kind of slow. I, I felt like it was a good story that just could have gotten told a little better. Um and I love Bardock as a character. Like, you know, like Ben just said, like he is our original, like super cool dude. And then it's funny when you find out the guy who voices Krillin also voices Bardock. Yeah. Um, and that's just like, wow. Like you, you don't usually associate, you know, that voice actor with how cool Bardock is. So it's just a cool thing to find out. Um, you so, know, yeah, I mean, yeah. And Mike, I, I will I will probably I will say this. I might enjoy the story better if it's told in a better way. Yeah. Like that's with, what it, I think personally. I would love if they went in the super guys like they did Broly, redo the Bardock movie to make this story fit everything we know. Be cool. Yeah, I, I think that would be cool. I, I think that would be just something that we've always wanted in the Dragon Ball world, right? Like, what was it like when the Saiyans were around taking over planets, you know? Um, and, and also seeing that they weren't all heartless monsters, you know? Like, yeah, they, they kind of do it. They, they're, they're warriors at the end of the day. They're just like, 
you know, I mean, they're kind of heartless monsters being that they're destroying planets, but at the same time, you know, they, they have more personality than just, they're not like completely evil. You know, there's sort of a difference between being a bad guy and just being straight evil, you know? Cause like, I always think that cell was a bad guy. Like he was just kind of a jerk, right? He's like, I'm stronger than you. And I'm going to show you that I'm stronger than you. And I'm going to probably kill you in the process. But like kid boo, for example, is just straight evil destruction all through. So, you know, you kind of see that the Saiyans weren't, you know, as evil as they might've been depicted. Frieza's really the evil one, you know, Saiyans are just jerks. (laughs) So all all in all, you know, I, I give it a B good story. It was just a little slow. And I mean, it's what 1990, you know, however old this movie is. So you, you get what you get. Sean. I'm going to give it an A. So I quite enjoy this movie. It's got an original story. I always love seeing different lore to the Dragon Ball story. Um, So getting to see, obviously, what you guys were talking about, getting to see the backstory of Saiyans in in regards to the relationship with Frieza, you know, how things were, you know, when Frieza wasn't on a planet looking for Dragon Balls, like how he interacted with the Doria and Zarbon, the relationship between Vegeta and Frieza sets that that, that seed, which is going to make it even more emotional when we see later Vegeta getting just completely destroyed by Frieza. The pacing really, to me, wasn't an issue, um, you know, because the first thing we see is the great apes destroy the people. Bardock gets, you know, hit in the neck. They take him to a pod. They do the pod. As soon as he gets up from the pod, he's on his way to the to planet, the planet. To yeah. Tora and all of them killed. And so that happens, I'd say, after the first, you know, third of the movie. So that stuff starts happening really quickly. Um, I mean, there's, I guess if there was a little bit of lull, it would be like on his way back. But I mean, things happen to that, me. That's where it was. And you're right. It, it's not like the action stopped. Like it all made sense what was happening. I just, I don't know. It was just slow somehow. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I mean, to me, it's just like, all right. So, you know, it was a logical there, progression. Yeah. For I mean, sure. he fights yeah. and then he has to go back and then he tries to convince people and they say, yeah, no, like no, I, I'm definitely not saying they should have cut anything necessarily, but I don't know. Maybe. And honestly, I was looking at the clock um, because I, I think we were at, we were at 19 minutes when I don't remember whether it was when he got, I think it was when he got back from Dodoria almost killing him. I think we were at 19 minutes. And so we've got like 20 minutes of movie left where not much really happens anymore. He's just like, he gets back. He's just trying to convince everyone Frieza's coming and we get a ton of visions and we get this like, you know, Frieza, which is cool. Um, But yeah, it just, it kind of, maybe the visions could have been a little less you know what I'm saying? I, I thought, for me, it was the fact that because of these visions, there are things we've already seen a yep. lot. Like, we've seen, like, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z things. We've seen these visions and replays 
a hundred thousand times, it feels like. And so, to me, I'm like, oh, okay, I know that scene. And I kind of tuned off until it was over. That's yeah, funny. and the, the narration was a little slow. Like, Bardock's sort of narrating what he's seeing. Like, what am I seeing here? And it's just kind of slow. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I think, you know, from a, when we know that because we've seen everything ahead of time. Right. But, I mean, people wouldn't, so you can't fault the movie for that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I really enjoy the movie. There's something, I mean, it's quick, to, not the movie, the TV special, quick to the point, great backstory with lore. Um, it is really disappointing that, you know, Toriyama created Dragon Ball Minus, you know, 30 years later um, to rewrite the story because I don't like the new way that they did Bardock personally. Yeah, I don't like the rewrite either. It's almost like a Superman (laughs) storyline. It's I I don't know why they need to change it, but this Bardock, I think, is the best version of Bardock. Great story. Um, Yeah, so A. I don't have a lot of rationale behind it, but just an A, and it's, it's pretty easy for me. 